Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. And all the time, all the time, and God is good. Clap your hands and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's a blessing to see all of you. And thank you very much for making it to service today. Hallelujah. You know, you are at a good place, I believe. And I believe that God has a powerful message for you. I believe that by the grace of God, you will never leave here the same way you came in. If you believe that with me, can I hear your loudest amen? Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord once again. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands unto the Lord, everybody. With my hands lifted up And my mouth filled with praise With a heart of thanksgiving I will bless thee, O Lord Can you sing along with me, everybody? With my hands lifted up And my mouth filled with praise And my mouth filled with praise With a heart of thanksgiving Heart of thanksgiving I will bless thee I will bless thee, O Lord I will bless thee, O Lord I will bless thee, O Lord Everybody bless the Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord. With a heart of thanksgiving. I will bless thee. I will bless thee, O Lord. Sing it again. I will bless thee. I will bless thee, O Lord. Oh, I will bless thee, O Lord. Say that I will bless thee. Sing it again. I will bless thee, O Lord. I will bless thee, O Lord. This morning I will bless thee, O Lord. With a heart of Indeed, Lord, we will bless you today. And we choose to bless you because of all the many wonderful things you've done for us. And for who you are in our lives. We choose to bless you with a heart of thanksgiving. With our mouths filled with praise. Thank you, Father, for bringing us from a mighty, mighty long way. From the beginning of the year to the closing stages of the year. It has been by your grace and by your mercies only. It's not been by our own strength. For if we had to rely only on our strength and only on ourselves, we would have faded long ago. But thank you, Father, that you upheld us with your mighty right hand. Thank you, Father, that your eyes watched over us in our going out and in our coming in. 
Thank you, Father, that you did not leave us as prey for the teeth of the enemy. And thank you, Father, that you led us from point to point, from place to place, from level to level, such that today we can stand and say, Ebenezer, thus far has the Lord brought us. Yes, Lord, there have been challenges. Yes, Lord, there were mountains we had to climb. Yes, Lord, there were difficult moments we went through. Yes, Lord, there were times that we failed and we faltered along the way. But thank you, Father, that your faithfulness prevailed and your steadfast love remained in place. And so we say thank you from the bottom of our hearts today. We know, Father, that there are good things that await us in the days to come. And this morning, we commit ourselves unto you and ask that you will speak to our hearts. Touch everyone here today and may we all be mightily blessed. In the mighty name of Jesus, have I prayed with thanksgiving. And let everybody shout aloud, Amen. Amen. Shout aloud, Amen. Amen. Give Jesus a mighty hand clap. God bless you and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you would like me to do interpretation or translation into key? Okay. I think everybody is okay. Because the more we do the interpretation, the longer the service will take. So if everybody is okay, then we give thanks to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn your Bibles with me, please, to Luke chapter 17. Reading from verse 11 to verse 19. Luke chapter 17. Did I say 17? That's what I said. All right. And we're reading from verse number 11 all the way to verse 19. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible. I'm seeing quite a number of new faces. God bless you. And it's good to see you. (laughs) Hallelujah. As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, He reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. As he entered the village there, ten men with leprosy stood at a distance crying out, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. He looked at them and said, Go, show yourselves to the priest and as they went they were cleansed of their leprosy one of them when he saw that he was healed came back to Jesus shouting praise God he fell to the ground at Jesus feet thanking him for what he had done why did he fall to the ground at Jesus feet It was to thank him for what he had done. Now this man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, Stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Thanks be to God. You know, I really don't know exactly when it started. I don't know when it started but I discovered about myself that 
I am very conscious of how important it is to say thank you. Even for the apparently little things. I I don't know how it started. I don't know when it started. But I have noticed about myself that I am very conscious of saying thank you for any service that is rendered to me whether big or small and this consciousness even extends to those whose services I patronize so what I mean is if I go into a shop and I buy something it looks like my antennas are always up to see whether the person attending to me the attendant in the shop appreciates the fact that I came to buy something from the shop. In fact, there are times that I've ended up quarreling with people about it. Mm. Everybody must know how to quarrel small. Just small one. You see, the Bible says, be angry and sin not. So you quarrel small. When you realize as it's getting to 6 p.m., then you stop. Say amen. I remember a few months ago, I went to, there's this shop where they sell bread. It's called Hot Oven or Bake Oven. Hot Oven. I, I, I went to buy a sandwich. I was on my way to town. I bought the sandwich and the pineapple drink. After I collected the thing, I said thank you to the lady. And when I gave the money to her, she turned and was walking away. I said, say thank you. Say thank you. You to say thank you. And she was, she was taken aback. And she didn't seem to understand why I wanted her to say thank you. And I took my time. Everybody say, Pastor, take your time. And I explained to her that I have come to buy something from the shop. I thank you for presenting the thing to me. Because I paid for the thing and I gave you money for it and it is out of that money that your salary is paid. You ought to say thank you to me for patronizing the services of this shop. And she said thank you. And then I said you are welcome. Then I, I moved away from there. Hallelujah. But I am very conscious of this. And you see, it's interesting, but the Bible says that one of the things you're going to notice about the end times and the last days is that people are going to be unthankful and people are going to be ungrateful. Turn with me to 2 Timothy chapter 3, reading from verse 1. New Living Translation, 2 Timothy chapter 3, 1 to 5. You should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be very difficult times. For people will love only themselves and their money. Now, notice the caliber of people whom he says are going to be seen in the last days. He says they will be boastful and proud. Scoffing at God. Disobedient to their parents. And ungrateful. The King James says unthankful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others. And have no self-control. They will be cruel. And hate what is good. They will betray their friends. Be reckless. Be puffed up with pride. And love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious. But they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. Hallelujah. So now Paul writes to Timothy. And gives him certain indications of the end times. 
or of the last days. And he's describing the caliber of people who will exist in those times. But it is intriguing to me that on that list, he includes ungrateful people. He talks about proud people, boastful people, disobedient people. He talks about unloving, unforgiving, cruel people who hate others. They will betray their friends. They are reckless. They are puffed up with pride. They love pleasure rather than God. And on that list, he includes ungrateful. And he goes further to say to Timothy that stay away from people like that. Which means that you should stay away from people who are unthankful and you should stay away from people who are ungrateful. Can I have an amen from somebody? God expects us to be grateful and to be thankful for all he is to us. And for everything that he does for us. Unfortunately, many of us are not thankful. We are not grateful. And we do not appreciate what God does for us. In the first scripture that I read to you, we read the story of ten lepers. Now, leprosy is an infectious disease that attacks the skin. And it can eat away at the skin and even eat away at the bones. Very, very contagious. And in those days, it was like the incurable disease of their time. If you were a leper, you were banished from the rest of society. And you always had to stay a safe distance away from everybody else. If you have to come into town for any reason, you have to shout at the top of your voice, I am unclean, I am unclean, I am unclean. So there were 10 guys who had this problem. Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem and he got to the border between Galilee and Samaria. There was a little village there. As he traveled through that village, these 10 guys who were a safe distance away started shouting, Jesus! Master, have mercy on us. Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Now, what sort of mercy were they asking for? Mercy that will lead to their healing or to their cleansing. Jesus just looked at them and he said something to them. He didn't pray for them. He didn't lay his hands on them. He didn't stretch forth his hand and said, take it one, take it two, take it three. He didn't point his finger at them and shout a Pieka! None of those theatrics or drama. All he said to them was that go and show yourselves to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. There were ten of them. Out of the ten, only one retained. And the Bible says that even that guy was a foreigner. In a certain sense, he was not really somebody who qualified for the miracle that was done. The Bible says when he saw that he had been cleansed or he had been healed, he ran back. There were ten of them, but only one ran back. Praising God. He threw himself down at the feet of Jesus. And he said thank you to Jesus. Perhaps he said to Jesus, I just wanted to take a little time to say thank you for what you have done for me. You didn't pray for me. You didn't lay your hands on me. You only gave an instruction and I'm intelligent enough to know that that instruction that you gave to me to go 
And that as I was obeying that instruction, I received my healing. I don't think that my healing was coincidental or accidental. You are responsible for it. And I'm taking a little time to come back to you to say thank you. The title of my message to you today is take a little time to say thank you. Take a little time to say thank you. Look into the face of your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I don't really know you much. But today, I want to say something to you. Please, take a little time to say thank you. Hallelujah. To say thank you to who? To God. And of course, by extension, to say thank you to different people in your life who have helped you, who have been kind to you, who have been good to you, who have stood by you. And I want to take a little time this morning to say thank you to all of you for being here and for deciding for those of you who are a part of this new ministry. For deciding to be a part of it. I don't take you for granted at all. And today I'm saying to you. Thank you. Thank you for believing in me. Thank you for wanting me to be your pastor. Thank you for the distance you travel. In order to come here. I said this place is a domia what? If your love is not strong. You won't keep coming. And some of you have been coming for some time. And I appreciate it. And this morning, as I preach about taking a little time to say thank you to God, I'm also taking a little time to say thank you to all of you. For those of you who are watching me this afternoon, I say thank you. I'm taking a little time to say thank you to you as well. You are a part of what God is doing here. I want to say thank you to those of you who have supported everything that we've done here. You've supported with cash. You've supported in kind. You've supported with your prayers. You've supported with your energy and with your strength. I am taking a little time this afternoon to say thank you to all of you. But my focus really... In this message and sermon that I'm sharing with you. Is that my friend, take a little time. And say thank you to the Lord. Why must you take a little time to say thank you to God? Number one, take a little time to say thank you to God. To show your appreciation. And your gratitude. For what he has done for you. To show your appreciation. And your gratitude for what he has done for you. You say, Pastor, why should I take a little time to say thank you to God? One of the reasons is to show your appreciation and your gratitude for what he has done for you. The leper will return to say thank you to Jesus. He did so. He took a little time and returned to say thank you to Jesus. Because he was grateful for what had been done for him. And he appreciated the great miracle that had occurred in his life. Now remember that there were ten of them. And Jesus was surprised that only one returned to say thank you. He said, were there not ten of them? Where are the other nine? How come that it is only this foreigner and stranger who has returned, who has taken a little time to come and say thank you to me? I want to attempt an explanation for why the other nine did not return. Perhaps because they thought that, I mean, he didn't pray for us. He didn't lay hands on us. What was going to happen would have happened anyway. And so there's no reason to go back to say thank you. Because perhaps they didn't realize that. 
the miracle that had occurred, the cleansing that they had received, was connected to the man they met who told them to go and show themselves to the priest. You see, sometimes in life, we don't draw the right connections. We don't see how our blessing and our breakthroughs are connected to certain things and to certain people. The reality of the situation is that every good thing, every blessing that comes your way, it comes from the Lord. How do I know? James 1.17 Every good gift and every perfect gift cometh from above and it descended from the Father of light with whom is no variableness neither shadow of turning. So every blessing and every good thing that you can identify in your life it came from God. But the truth still stands that sometimes God uses certain vessels to bring those blessings into your life. And you must recognize them. The glory must go to God. But you must recognize the channel and the medium that God used to bring about those blessings. And these nine guys, nine guys who were cleansed but did not take a little time to come and say thank you. They assumed perhaps that it was something that was going to happen as a matter of course. It is easy for people to think that way. And that's why sometimes people are not grateful. Because when you do things for them, you, you know, there are people that you do things for, they feel that it is their right. Have you met people like that? Hey. There are people who leave churches because they feel that the pastor is supposed to pay their electricity bill. <laughs> and that the pastor is supposed to take care of them. In a certain sense, there's some truth to that. But in another sense, it is presumptuous. It is very, very presumptuous. But this guy who retained, he was grateful. And he was appreciative of what had been done for him. Take a little time to say thank you to God. To show your appreciation and gratitude for what he has done for you. Can I have an amen from somebody? Number two, take a little time to say thank you to God. To complete your blessing. To complete your blessing. Did you realize that after this guy retained, you can put that scripture back up again in Luke 17. After the guy retained and Jesus queried where the other nine were, he said something to the guy in verse 19. Luke 17, 19. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Can you read the last phrase with me? Ready, go. Thy faith hath made thee whole. In place of the word whole, you can put the word complete. Now, it's intriguing. Was the guy healed? Yes, he was. Because that explains why he retained to say thank you. But because he retained to say thank you, he received a bonus. And the bonus was that Jesus said, your faith had made thee whole or complete. In other words, the blessing that you have received in Eyemunu, it's total, it's complete. Which presupposes that perhaps these other guys, the nine other guys, although they had been healed, it was not complete. Hallelujah. And I want to submit to you today that when you take a little time to say thank you to God, it completes your blessing and it completes your miracle. In a very amazing way. That our failure to take a little time to say thank you. Actually may be the reason why certain things that look to be blessings. They end up not being a blessing after all. And if you want to experience a complete blessing. A whole blessing. A blessing that has no defect. A blessing that has no issues. 
then take a little time to say thank you to God for everything that he does for you. Tell your neighbor again, take a little time to say thank you. Number three, take a little time to say thank you to God so that you can receive a divine recommendation. Take a little time to say thank you to God, put up verse 18, so that you can receive a divine recommendation. Now, what do I mean? When this guy came back to say thank you to Jesus, verse 17, and Jesus answering said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Verse 18. There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. In other words, Jesus recommended him. Jesus recommended him. Do you know that a lot of things to do with this life are dependent on recommendation? And when I talk about divine recommendation, I'm talking about where God himself is happy with you or is recommending you. What stands between you and that job is a recommendation. Sometimes what stands between you and somebody proposing to you or marrying you is a recommendation. Sometimes what stands between you and the visa that you are looking for is a recommendation. Recommendations make a lot of difference in this life. And one of the things I want to submit to you today for your consideration is that when you are thankful, and when you take a little time to say thank you, God takes notice of you. Because the world is made up of ungrateful and unthankful people. Most people on the face of the earth are ungrateful. And so when you are grateful, when you appreciate what God does for you, it draws God's attention to you. And you receive in the process a divine recommendation. And when you are thankful to God, what happens to you is that it paves the way for more blessings to come in your direction. As you take a little time to say thank you to God at the tail end of this year, may you receive a divine recommendation from God. And may you receive more of God's blessings, more of God's favor, more of God's love, more of God's provision, more of God's kindness in your life. Shall I receive it? Number four, take a little time to say thank you to God because it gives glory to him for what has been done. Verse 15. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. That means he gave glory to God. The next verse. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. So it means that through the thanksgiving that he gave, he, ex he gave glory to God. Next verse. And then the next one. There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. When you take a little time to say thank you to God, what you are actually doing is that you are giving him the glory. You are giving him the glory for what he has done. Can I rewind a little bit to something that I said a few moments ago? That there are blessings, there are things that come your way through certain channels, certain vessels, certain mediums that God uses. But the truth of the matter still stands. That anything that you see as a blessing, as a good thing in your life, ultimately it came from God. And if there is anybody to give the glory to, you must give it to him. So when you take a little time to say thank you to God, 
what you are actually doing is you are recognizing that the thing that you have received, the experience that you've had, the good experience that you have had, it has come your way because God has favored you. Because God has dealt graciously with you. It is easy to give thanks to somebody. Somebody who is like the vessel that God used to do something for you. But fail to recognize that it is actually God's influence on that person. Look, nobody will ever do anything for you in this life unless God touches the person's heart to do that. I'm telling you. Perhaps the reason why you haven't seen certain things in your life is because God hasn't yet touched anybody's heart. There are some people also, when God is touching their hearts, they say, I'm not, I'm not being touched. I refuse it. I refuse the touch. You know what I'm talking about? There are times when you feel like God is nudging you to do something for somebody. They look at the person and say, Do you remember the beggar on the road? Who was begging you for money? The little children, they came knocking on the window of your car. You were just about to give the thing to the person. And then because the knocking was too insistent, you got bored. You wrote that. And you hardened your heart. And decided that I won't mind this person. Initially, it was God who was touching your heart to do something for that person. What am I saying to you? Always recognize when anything good comes your way. Never mind the vessel that God used. There are some vessels also, they always want you to give them credit every time for everything that they've done. For every time, every day they want you to say thank you. Every day they want you to. Sometimes it's, it's overdone. Sometimes it is overdone. There are some people, when they do something for you, they will say it everywhere. Tell everybody. Narrate it everywhere. When God said that do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, some people stand on top of the mountain and herald what they do for others. When you do that, the Bible says you've already received your reward. But I'm saying to you, my friends, that when you take a little time to say thank you to God, it means that you can actually recognize the source of that thing. And you are giving glory to the one who is behind it. Because every good gift and every perfect gift comes from above. And a man cannot receive anything except it be given him by the Lord. Clap your hands for Jesus. Number five, take a little time to say thank you to God. Because it is the most appropriate response for what he has done for you. Because it is the most appropriate response to what he has done for you. When you take a little time to say thank you, it is an appropriate response. An appropriate response to God for what he has done for you. Thank you. Just thank you. Taking a little time to say thank you is a response that God is expecting from you and I for the things that he has done for us. 2 Chronicles 32 verse 25. Masia miti wonkwa wonu miti vo semanda wasia mayoti avo Take a little time to say thank you to God because it is the appropriate response and when you don't say thank you you are showing ingratitude Second Chronicles 32:25 from the New Living Translation of the Bible but Hezekiah did not respond appropriately to the kindness shown him and he became proud. So the Lord's anger came against him and against Judah and Jerusalem. 
if you read the earlier verses, you'll discover that this Hezekiah was sick unto death. But God and God sent the prophet Isaiah to announce to him that he should put his house in order because he will not recover from that sickness. He prayed and asked God to remember every good thing that he has done. And God heard his prayer. And God sent Isaiah back to tell him that because you humbled yourself, I'm extending your life by 15 more years. May you receive extension of life. May you not be cut down in the midst of your years. If it has been declared anywhere that you are to die before the year will end, I'm declaring today, may grace and favor find you and you shall not be cut down in the midst of your years. Shall I receive it in Jesus' name? But then the Bible continues to say that Hezekiah did not respond appropriately. After what was done, was done for him. There was a response. And the appropriate response is to be very thankful to God. To take a little time to say thank you for what has been done for you. The Bible says he did not respond appropriately. And because of that, God became bored with him. What's the appropriate response to things that are done for you? Thank you. The fact of the matter is that you cannot repay the person who has done that thing for you. You don't have the, you don't have the means to do that. The only thing you can do is to be grateful to the person and to say thank you. And for some, even the gratitude and the thank you cry, now bow. So take a little time to say thank you to God because it is the appropriate response to what he has done. Number six, we are closing. Take a little time to say thank you to God so that you can assess the presence of God. Take a little time to say thank you to God so that you can assess the presence of God. Psalms 100 verse 4. It says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Hallelujah. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. That means that to assess the presence of God, if you are going into the presence of God, if you are going to where God dwells, his habitation, what gives you access to him, first and foremost, is your thanksgiving. It is with the thanksgiving that you enter through the gates. Which means that without thanksgiving, you cannot be given entry or access into the presence of God. Ladies and gentlemen, when you are grateful to God, when you are thankful to him for everything that he's done for you, and you take a little time to say thank you, what it does is that it gives you access into the presence of the Lord. May you always have access into his presence as you develop a culture of thanksgiving. Can I hear your loudest amen? Number seven, take a little time to say thank you to God because the word of God commands us to. Because the word of God commands us to thank him. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20. Giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. That is the word of God. And we are being instructed in God's word to give thanks always. Always. Not some of the times. Not when we feel like it. Not when we think that we have what we want. But giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We must take a little time to say thank you to God because the word of God commands us to. Number eight. Take a little time to say thank you to God because it is his will for you and I. Because it is his will for you and I. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. In everything give thanks. 
For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Did you see that? Did you see that? Look at it again. In everything, give thanks. Why? Can you read it with me? Read it again. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. We must take a little time to say thank you because God's will for you and I is that we will express thanks to him for the things that he does for us. Hallelujah. Number nine, take a little time to say thank you to God because he is good. Because he is what? Because he is good. One of the reasons why we must take a little time to say thank you to God is because he is good. First Chronicles 16.34 It says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Why? For he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. Psalms 107 verse 1 Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. Psalms 118 verse 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. Because his mercy endureth forever. Three different scriptures saying exactly the same thing. Revealing to us why we must give thanks unto the Lord. Because he is I can't hear you. Because he is. Because he is good. Gene. Thank you Jesus. Because he is good. That's why there are a lot of songs we sing about the goodness of God. Oh ye na na doye wada. Oh ye na na doye wada. Oh yeah, Jehovah yeah. Oh yeah, na na Then we sing, if we say, Oh yeah, na Then we sing, dana say, dana Da honya me na se every say oh yeah na na do do so ma ya no mo ma yenda na se da na se da honya me na se. Sing, my Lord is good. My Lord is good. My Lord is good. Oh, He's good to me. Me, me, yeah. Oh, me, me, yeah. take a little time to say thank you to him because he is good because he is good and as you sit here today there is enough evidence of the goodness of God in your life I always say that 
the truth is that there are things we were expecting to see. Like in the course of the year that we haven't seen them. It's true. There are places we thought we would get in our lives but we didn't get there. It is true. There are hopes and aspirations we had which did not materialize. It is true. Have we had disappointments this year? Yes, we have. Have you been through some pain this year? Yes. Have you cried, ma, 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 this year? Yes, you have cried. So it is true. But all of the things that I have said do not eliminate or eradicate the truth that God has been good to you and to me. It doesn't change anything. What you haven't seen should not confuse you. Do not interpret it to me. He's disappointed. Never ever make that mistake. Never. And it is easy to make that mistake. It is very easy to draw that unfortunate conclusion that God has shown me. Because of that, for some time now, you don't like this New Year resolution. Where you list different things that, you know, you are believing for the coming year and all of that. Because a lot of the times, when you take the list, and you run through, from number one, you to when you are writing that, instead of writing only three, which Robert said, 21, then as you are going through, you look at number one, it doesn't really happen. You say, oh, number two, it doesn't really happen. Cho! Number three, it hasn't happened. So as you go through, realize that out of 21, only one and a half have occurred. It is easy for you to conclude and say that, Charlie, God, he show me. He no show you. He hasn't. If you only take a little time, think deeply about things and to reflect a bit more about things. There is only one logical conclusion you would arrive at. And that conclusion will be that God has been good to me. As we end the year, have this message at the back of your mind. And take a little time to say thank you to God. Do not be ungrateful. Do not fail to recognize what he has done for you. Even if there are things that haven't yet happened in your life. Take a little time to say thank you to him. And when you reflect on it, you will say to him, then you will say to him
Stand to your feet, lift up your hands and sing with me. Eradie, was it any what shall I say unto the Lord? All I have to say is thank you, Lord. Say that, what shall I say unto the Lord? All I have to say is thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And 
things that you can take a little time to say thank you to God for is for your salvation. We are in the Christmas season celebrating the birth of the greatest gift of all time. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because of him we are reconciled with God. Now, if you're here today and you've not received Jesus as Lord and Savior, I want to pray with you. You've taken too long in taking this decision. Maybe you're watching me. Somebody invited you to watch this broadcast, but you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. I'm going to lead you in a simple prayer. Make the words in this prayer your own words unto the Lord and pray it from the bottom of your heart. He says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And as every head is bowed, every eye closed, you are here today, you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior and you want to give your heart to him. Wherever you're standing, can you lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray for you. You want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. Don't be shy. Lift it up. Don't be shy. God bless you. Lift it up very clearly. I see your hands. I see your hands. God bless you. Now I want you to say this prayer with me. Say this prayer with me. Say, Heavenly Father, today I come to you just as I am. Oh God, Please forgive me for all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. From today, I accept Jesus as my Lord and my personal Savior. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus to die for me 
from this moment, from this moment I, crown him king I crown him king and lord and, lord and, savior, and savior of my life for the rest of my life, For the rest of my life I, will follow him, I will follow him and I will serve him, I will serve him. Thank, you, Father, thank you Father for hearing my prayer, hearing my prayer. I, am saved. I am saved I am saved I am, saved. I am born again, I am, born again. I, am I am a child of God thank you Father, thank you, Father. in Jesus mighty, name. Jesus mighty name Amen, Amen. Hallelujah Amen. clap your hands unto the Lord it's a good thing to do Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.